Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time to rise and grind on a Wednesday morning right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159, the early line. It's Donnie Wrightside. It's Joe Ranieri, post-All-Star game, but still in the All-Star game break. Over the next two hours, we got you covered with all the hottest topics in sports. Joe Ranieri, good morning on this glorious Wednesday morning. Always a uh, pleasure, Donnie, to uh, to get to hang out with you here uh, midweek as uh, we get to recover from that just unbelievable run scoring uh, affair last night. I mean, I, every time I turned around, it was like, wow, there's no runs. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm here for you, man. I am here for you, and hopefully we can get back to some teams that can actually hit sooner rather than later. Yeah, how about last night, too? We're going to get into the all-star game right now in the 7-7. Seven and seven. And by the way, there were a couple of hot topics in this game, which we're certainly going to recap all the way through. But you're right. Two for 17, runners in scoring position. A couple web gems early here. We were hoping for more. At least I was there. My same game parlay. And I'd like to say this. If you're going to lose a parlay with two legs, better lose both of those legs there than get robbed from one another. I didn't do so well last night, but the National League did. They finally win an all-star game, Joe. Yeah, I mean, uh, congratulations. Uh, one out of the last 10 now, right? You had nine yeah. straight. You finally got it done in uh, unbelievable fashion, too, from the unsung hero. And uh, congratulations uh, to those of you that backed the Nationals to get it done. I, I did think the lineup was certainly better than what the American League was throwing out, except ultimately <laughs> in these things, Donnie, didn't it always happen this way? The guy that was the difference maker, nobody's ever even heard of. Yes, yesterday I was actually, I was on game time decisions and like, hey, you know, Acuna, Shohei Otani, Freddie Freeman, where are you going? And I basically said, you know, I'm probably going to go late. A pinch hitter here, one swing of the back can get you the MVP. Now, granted, did I think it was Elias Diaz? Absolutely not, but no bigger hit in that game than Diaz's two-run home run in the eighth inning to give the National League the lead. He wins it, and my goodness, if you bet Diaz to win MVP, congratulations on that paycheck. 
Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding. The problem was um, another Diaz hit a home run in that game and had yeah. people all screwed up. Uh, yeah. Yandy. Uh, and I thought when I saw Diaz, I'm like, don't tell. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The National. What? Didn't he play for Tampa? Didn't he already hit a home run? The answer is yes. So uh, double Diaz uh, HRs last mm -hmm. night in that game. For those of you that might have dabbled, I know the numbers were pretty decent there. I don't know what Diaz, the home run prop would have been, but. Man, I don't know how many people had him circled on their card. Yeah, tremendous stuff. 3-2 win yesterday. We'll recap that and much, much more a little bit later in the mm. show. But also, when you talk Major League Baseball at the trade deadline, it's coming up soon in a couple weeks here. I know we're at the All-Star break, but Nolan Arenado preparing himself for the St. Louis Cardinals to possibly ship him out of town. This is what happens on a team that underachieves, a player that another team might like. Sometimes you got to rebuild the organization. Didn't see this one coming. I thought St. Louis was going to have a very good season, but Arenado now going, hey, look, it's a business here, Joe. I might be on the move, and that's what it is. Yeah, I thought uh, writing uh, has been on the wall there, obviously. And uh, they had a brief window of opportunity here towards uh, just over the last couple of weeks to put it together, and they just they have not. So Arenado, uh, he's going to look good in a Yankee uniform because at least he can play <laughs> third base, unlike, uh, you know, Donaldson. So at this point, anybody available going to the Yankees. And also, this isn't a guy on an expiring contract or looking to re-up. He's got a massive deal already in place, which, heck, with some of the money being thrown around, it just might be a good thing right now. Let's welcome in the radio audience here. You're watching and listening live to the early line, Sirius XM Channel 159, right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's Joe and Donnie going over the hottest topics in sports, which do include some NBA headlines here. We talked about it in previous weeks, Joe. The NBA makes it official. An extra coach's challenge. And also, don't you dare flop. We're going to give you a tea and we'll possibly find you for it. Uh, just what the NBA needs is more reasons for the refs to get involved in games. Yeah, this is this is going to go swimmingly here, Donnie. I can assure you of that. This is going to go great. But I'm glad they tested it for like, you know, eight games in the summer league to make sure that it, it's, uh, you know, it's all going to work out for them during the regular season. Yikes. Don't see this working well, Donnie. I really don't. Yeah, we'll see how it does play out there. And also, we'll talk about some rule changes a little bit later in the show that Major League Baseball is looking at, which has my blood boiling. Next topic here, though. How about this? The Mavericks, Kyrie Irving signs a five-year endorsement deal with the Chinese sportswear brand called Anta. I got news for you here. If it's not Nike, Reebok, or Adidas, kids ain't buying it, Joe. Who? Anta? And gonna buy another uh, shoe. I'm sorry. And it's so funny because he's in that picture there, but he's wearing Vans. So I'm not sure how you're you're repping that you're the new guy on a shoe deal and you're not even wearing the shoes. So very strange uh, situation there. But uh, hey, I, congrats, uh, Kyrie. I guess. Like I'm telling, like even if we look at the shoe market game right now, like oh Jordans and Nike and all that, we understand. But Steph Curry is one of the biggest sports stars in the world who plays in the NBA. Has Under Armors. I don't think a single kid has actually bought his shoes yet here. So we'll see if it goes better for Kyrie Irving overseas there in the UK. Wimbledon, Sviatek gone. A massive upset on the women's bracket there, Joe Wimbledon. Huge. And now, of course, when you get a big mm -hmm. upset like that, that means there might be some value maybe here, Donnie. Uh, coming up ah. in some of these matches. Mm. Yeah, we're going to go over Wimbledon, too, including a missed opportunity by Jessica Pagulia. Maybe had that pave there for a championship, but we'll certainly let you know exactly what happened in that match. But also, Goff 
two tournaments this week, the Barbasol Championship and the Scottish Open. we got everything covered for you today, guys. Don't you go anywhere. It's the early line on a Wednesday morning right here on the Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hour number one here in full effect right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie. All-star game, or should I say post-all-star game analysis here. The National League All-Stars 3, the American League All-Stars 2, finally after nine straight victories by the American League, the National League cashes in with the one-run win. And if you're taking a look at a guy, hey, look, getting late in the game, Joe, down 2-1. Look at that, man, 10 straight wins here coming up on deck for the American League. Not so fast as Diaz blasts a two-run shot here. The 32-year-old catcher for Colorado plays the big part here, also wins MVP. But let's get to the game itself. Did you enjoy the game last night as it was, Joe? No, uh, as usual there, uh, Donnie, <laughs> although I did think it was going to be um, after that first, uh, you know, the leadoff by the National League. Oh, my goodness. And I thought for sure Kuna hit the home run right off the bat on call. Uh, but not, I mean, that was the most exciting inning, I think, of it here. The home run aside did in the eighth inning. But, I mean, the two, the back-to-back -back catches, Cole was just laughing uh, because both Freeman just missed it, Acuna just missed it, both guys in the out. Now, call me crazy here. But it seemed like both guys were a circus act out there. I mean, they ended up making it, but everyone's acting like they made it some incredible catch. No, they made an incredible catch because both of them looked completely horrific trying to go back and catch them there, Donnie. Those weren't, those were warning track shots. They weren't, uh, this wasn't some sort of crazy uh, athletic uh, over the fence, uh, robbed a home run. Uh, but it, it made for a great start to the game, and then it was absolute snooze fast after that.
Yeah, and if we take a look at the game itself, right, you saw the slight favorite here as the day moved on for the <laughs> National League All-Stars. At the FanDuel Sportsbook, when we were doing the show yesterday morning on the early line, it was minus 108 apiece, then rose up to about minus 115, minus 116 here as a slight favorite for the National League All-Stars, which they didn't end up winning. And also, the lines went from 7.5 as a total at plus 100 for the over, down to 7 for the over at a minus 122 price. And it does stay under the total. So again, if you're just watching the game, feel like, yeah, it was pretty easy under. Not necessarily, because we had so many opportunities for runs to be scored. As we said, two of 17 with runners yeah. in scoring position. And also, sometimes you get a feel for a game right off the bat. Let's just say, and you're right, Joe, right? You have all-star players in the left field and right field. Boy, what web gems. Yeah, technically they're web gems caused by the player themselves for not reading the baseball <laughs> off the bat. You know what I mean? That's that's you like double-A yeah. ball, triple-A ball. We're here in the all-star game. We're getting misplayed. But if you can recover, make the play, it looks sensational. Let's say both of those balls fall in. Both hit off the wall. Back-to-back doubles there to start that game. We might have had a little bit of a different atmosphere here. So if you're looking for the over, granted, it didn't win. But sometimes all you can ask for, Joe, are opportunities to score. And if you would have told me before the game that I like the over, hey, by the way, Don, you're going to get 17 at-bats with runners in scoring positions, sign me up. And also, if you would have told me before the game, hey, Donnie, you're going to get at least two home runs in this game? You would think that was going over. It did not happen. But again, if you're looking for an MVP candidate here, most people, Acuna's and the Marcus Simeons and the Otani's and all those guys that stack up at the top, you find those guys late that, hey, put me in a pinch hit. I'm looking to do damage. And the whole joke is the guys aren't coming in late in the game, Joe DeBeck. You know what? Watch me work this walk here. Big time home run by Diaz caps off that MVP effort last night. Well, and I think it's kind of cold, too, because it's been forever since we've had any sort of late inning home run heroic, certainly by the National uh, League. And, I mean, Diaz, uh, you know, this kid comes in. He's he's not a rookie. He's been in the league for, uh, you know, for a minute. He is back around uh, Colorado, of course. Uh, This was their only representative in the All-Star game, no less, for the Rockies, you know, because every team has to have an All-Star. You know how that rolls. Uh, So, yeah, he gets in and uh, he takes huge advantage off of, the best reliever on the American League team there with uh, with Batista, who hangs a uh, slider that didn't slide an awful lot there, and he just crushed it. So, I mean, kudos to him. It was a lot of fun uh, eventually towards the end we got there, but it felt like 2 of 17, like I was watching the Texas Rangers play baseball here in the last month. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I was, because they, uh, when I turned it on, there were like seven of them or six of them in the field, Donnie, at the same time for the American League, including Avaldi on the mound. I mean, the entire Texas Rangers team was playing in the game yesterday in the second inning. By the way, let me ask you this question, too, because, you know, it's the all-star break. We always love hot topics. And a lot of times I'm a hater of a lot of things, which include most all-star games. But I've never understood this. And sort of as I say that, I know why they do it. But for me, I do. Look, why why do we need an all-star from every team? Are you telling me right now the Oakland Athletics fans like, you know what? clear the decks we're not eating dinner tonight out we're not going anywhere i want to be in front of the tv because rooker might get in at bat in this all-star game why do we need just all hear what i'm saying all-star game in the nba they take a player from every single team no they take the superstars and put them in there do you have any any thoughts on okay it's major league baseball every team needs you represented or are you on my ship over that goes just put the best players out there what are we doing here Danny, I am. Uh, there are not 
a lot of participation trophies on my mantle. Uh, and I am not a big uh, fan of the, hey, you finished eighth, here's a trophy. Uh, not a big fan of because you're on a team while every team has to be represented. Yeah, no. If your team has only won six games, uh, chances are you don't have any all-stars. Not under my definition anywhere there, Donnie. So call me crazy. Not a big fan. I'm in your camp here yeah exactly let's let's clean up this all-star game here even though it was technically a clean all-star game yesterday you get a lot of what you see in major league baseball people struggle to hit with runners in scoring position but by the way the FanDuel Sportsbook gave out two really good boosts from what my perspective or thought mm. process was the first inning boosted up to score at least one run in the first inning was a plus 200 here and if you watch that first inning just watch the top of the first inning what a painful yeah. experience because at least one of those you know shots off the wall fall down you're probably going to cash that ticket yesterday. And the other one was the K prop, which looked like a sensational one, which was boosted up to a plus 150, where each pitcher had to record a strikeout in the first inning. Zach Gallen actually got that strikeout, but Garrett Cole does not get that strikeout. And also, if you're looking at, like, let's just say both of those balls fall in the top of the first inning. There are two outs that were recorded that aren't recorded. There are two extra batters that are going to get up to the plate here with a chance to record a strikeout for Garrett Cole. So two thought processes yesterday from the FanDuel Sports I thought we're wonderful. Neither one of them actually came in. No, they they didn't. Unfor and I really did. I mean, I was so thoroughly frustrated uh, when uh, Acuna when he caught the ball there because I thought for sure yeah, I thought that it was, was going to lead off with the yeah. home run, opposite field shot, no less. And then to back it up with Freeman, I'm going, oh, this is on. Then because I, I had been, we were on the Nationals, uh, the National League there, and and I'm going, it, we're done. Like if this is how we're starting the game, <laughs> there is absolutely no way we are winning this game. Not to mention, they had meant uh, on the broadcast last night, they had said that prior to the home run there that gave them the lead, the National League over the last nine All-Star games has led Man. for a total of four innings. Four. My goodness. Total innings in nine yeah, games. It's, oh. it's incredible that they finally actually won a game, but it was the DS brothers yesterday doing damage in the All-Star game. And you're right about that. How about, Joe? You say, you know what? Hey, I got to wake up early the next morning. Uh, I'm going to bet on, let's say, Yandy Diaz here to win the All-Star game MVP. Hey, hon, who won the All-Star game MVP? She reads the TV back. Diaz. Some guy named Diaz. Yes! <laughs> no! I mean, come on now. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there had to be a couple of people looking this morning, cleaning the sleep out yeah. of their eyes, going, Diaz. Diaz, on a, doesn't he play for uh, the Tampa Bay right No, wrong Diaz. Uh, but, uh, no, hey, listen, congratulations to dude. I mean, that is the story of a guy who makes the most of the opportunity given to yeah. him. Kudos. And I'll tell you also, a guy that made the most of his opportunity yesterday from the Marlins, Luisa Rise, goes two for two. He oh. should petition Major League Baseball to say, those hits should count towards my regular season totals here, but they don't. We'll see if he can continue on that you know, path to possibly hitting 400 the rest of the way. It's deep dive time. We're going to take a look at the NL Central here. We talked about Arenado. Is he on the move? And so much more. Come on right back with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The All-Star break gives us a chance to reassess what's actually going on in Major League Baseball, particularly some divisions, none tighter right now than the NL Central. And it looks like you're probably going to have to win that division to make the playoffs. Maybe there's an opportunity there to slip in to a wild card spot for some of these teams. But if we're taking a look at the standings alone right now in the NL Central, the first place Cincinnati Reds, 50-41, and 41, with a one-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers, who are 49-42. and 42. After that, you have that sort of plateau because you have the Cubs, Pirates, and Cardinals in three, fourth, and fifth positions. The Cubs, seven games back. The Pirates, eight and a half, eight and a half games back. And the Cardinals, 11 and a half games back here at the all-star break in this division. Wouldn't have seen that coming for a long, long time. Now, let's take a look here at some of the odds as we set these up for the division winner. Because even though the Reds are technically right now in first place, if we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Top spot on the odds market, that's the Milwaukee Brewers at a plus 100. The Cincinnati Reds, a plus 125. The Cubs, plus 750. The Cardinals at 18 to 1. And the Pittsburgh Pirates at 65 to 1. Before I ask you who you're going to trust in this division, let's look at this division top to bottom here. The Reds in first place. The Cardinals in last place. Entering into the season, what was your opinion here of the NL Central, Joe? Well, I mean, we obviously the Cardinals have been the class of that yeah. division yep. forever. So no matter what you you kind of thought with, uh, and, and by the way, they got one of the uh, you know, Dela Cruz has got all the the hype here as the Reds rookie, but they got a pretty good one in in St. Louis too as well with this kid Walker, who's an absolute baller. But nobody's talking about him because the team is about to sell off just about every asset that they uh, that isn't nailed down. I mean, it is a Titanic, which you don't often you don't see what an organization like the Cardinals. This is this is a professional organization in a city that loves and I mean loves its baseball with a huge tradition very well run organization uh it, it's kind of hard to believe but something I think Donnie eventually it always comes out but there's something not right in that clubhouse something's not good there's far too much talent on that team for them to be this inept 
Uh, and we're talking about a team that no reason in this division, the way it's currently structured, they should not be five, six, seven games ahead of other every other team here. They are that talented, that good. Something is amiss in that locker room. Yeah, they're 11 and a half games back in the Central. They're actually 11 games back, I believe, also in the wild card race for that final spot. So things aren't working out well. Now, I know organizations do this a lot. Say, okay, we're coming out of the All-Star break. We got a couple weeks here before the deadline. Let's see if we can make up some ground. But what are we talking about making up some ground? Like, it's not as if you just have to, okay, let's win 11 games yeah. and get in there. Joe, you got to jump like five or six teams to even get over that hump. So they would have to lose games as well. It's not so nope. easy. So they probably would have to win this division, which I don't see happening. Here, which brings us up to the next point. Again, the Brewers are probably the old mainstay, and I call them the boring Brewers. If their starting pitching is healthy, it's probably the best in the division. If the bullpen is healthy, probably the best in the division. Their lineup is not going to be the best in the division, but maybe Yelich can catch some fire, turn into that MVP candidate to get some timely hitting, and they can hold on to this division. But if we are looking from a Cardinals perspective here, we led the show off in the seven and seven. The legitimate chance there, there's a lot of really good baseball players on that St. Louis Cardinals team that other teams looking to fight for either A, a division, a playoff spot, or maybe even a world championship would want. Could we see at the trade deadline, if things don't improve rapidly right out of the all-star break, Paul Goldschmidt on the move, Nolan Arenado on the move. And I thought you brought it up best. The St. Louis Cardinals, Joe, they weren't coming into the season tanking they're never doing that that organization from top to bottom one of the best in baseball not only at drafting assessing free agents keeping your players and teaching them the right way to play baseball which every year it seems like hey, who's this guy who's this guy here how can they bring up two or three guys every single year that look like they're major league ready and ready to go at a young age it's what the cardinals do talk to me about maybe the process of the cardinals moving on from their top end talent which again this is new for st louis this usually isn't their mo yeah, well, I can tell you this. I mean, it's we noticed the writing on the wall on that ridiculously long losing streak they had uh, back in May, if you remember there, Donnie. They, they, and that was coming off a pretty good winning streak where they, you know, things started. It was a slow start to them, but things started to pick up for them. They, they rattled off a whole lot of wins. I think ten out of thirteen, or or something along those lines. They had a great streak, and then they proceeded to not be able to win a game yeah. against teams they should have won. And the, it's an interesting thing. Watching the body language of that team during that streak told you everything you needed to know about what's going on with the Cardinals because even when they had good things happen to them, there was no celebrated. There was no they, – they, there, it looks like they lost Molina, who was the heart and soul in that clubhouse and of that organization. A guy like Molina in that dugout, if he's still there, Donnie, let me ask you, do you really think we'd be even having this conversation about the Cardinals right now? He would not have let this happen the way it is happening. There is a lack of leadership. There is a lack of saying there is nobody standing up in that clubhouse uh, and getting angry and trying to pull this team out of it. And they got Goldschmidt, Arenado, they, even Wainwright, although he's on the uh, IL and maybe should have been, uh, you know, stuffed and, and a taxidermist and just put up on the wall there. Uh, but there is, I think, that whole Molina um, retirement not in there. They lost a big piece of what that, that glue that held that team together and made them who they are. They're, in, they're trying to find somebody, but they may have to hit the reset button here at this particular point because it's over at this point. And you're going to be writing those checks for a team that is underperforming worse than a team like, oh, I don't know, the Padres, for instance.
Yeah, no, it's it's been bad in St. Louis, and still I'm trying to uh, amaze by saying like, let me see their oh. roster. At least not being competitive, I could see if it's like, hey, what do you want them to do? Tampa Bay's really it's good. The Yankees are good. Toronto's good. They don't play in no. that division. They play in a bad division where it's like, hey, play decent baseball. You're going to be in it the rest of the way, and they might be forced to sell some of those players on their team. Let's take a look at the Central and how it lines up right now because we talked about the odds: plus 100 for the Brewers, the Reds at plus 125. The Cubs are on that next shelf here at a plus 750 price. And I could go on a Cubs rant. You're talking about playing in a big market city with a loyal fan base that sells out Wrigley Field. And for the past couple of years, they operate like they're the Pittsburgh Pirates, which I never could understand. If we look at the Cubs here, a move here, a move there could make the difference. But from what I'm hearing, Joe, it's like, hey, by the way, Stroman's been sensational. Hey, anybody in baseball want him? Pick up the phone and make an offer. I don't understand what they're doing because it seems to me it's the Reds, Brewers, and nobody else is going to compete in this division. And it'll be them going toe-to-toe the rest of the way. Yeah, I, I mean, well, when you consider it, right? So I think they finished, the Reds finished winning, what, 20 of their last 24 games or some ridiculousness along those lines. They, I mean, they were just obviously the hottest team here uh, yeah. through, you know, pretty much the minute, the entire month of June, the minute that they called up uh, Delhi there with uh, on June 6th. The Cubs have been all over the map, uh, Donnie. You know, there was a stretch where, Boy, oh boy, the bats were were red hot. You know, they got steel mm-hmm. back. Steel was pitching Morel great Strowman. They pounded. had a great one-two yeah. pinch. You know, then they got Hendricks back, and you're like, all right, this is, you know, it, it could very well come together. And then nothing. Uh, and then the bats go cold. They uh they end up uh, I believe they lost their big uh free agent acquisition uh, now. He's on the uh the IL there. So I, you know, what, Swansby, I don't even think is, uh, he may not come back at all at this particular point. So, um, tough team to figure out. But again, this all starts from the top. When, When the Cardinals have fallen apart and imploded like they have done, this has allowed the Milwaukee Brewers, who I thought was a fade all year long because I didn't like the lineup, and I and I thought Corbin Burns was going to be absolutely on the block at the trade deadline because he's not happy with the direction the organization is going uh, and uh, didn't want to be there. Now you got Woodruff coming back. Now they're they're fighting for first place here. All of this trickled down from the Cardinals not handling their business, and now we're having conversations about the Brewers, the Cubs, the Reds, even the Pirates, I mean, to a certain extent, uh, could very well here overachieve on based upon what we all thought was going to happen in this division to start the year. Yeah, make or miss the playoffs here. Obviously, if we take a look at the top of the division, the Cincinnati Reds to make the playoffs, Joe, minus 113 price also to yep. make the division here. Excuse me, or to make the playoffs in this division. The Brewers at a minus 128 price. So two teams similarly lined up here. One of those teams probably going to win the division. And keep in mind, you win the division, you get a home series there. You don't go into that, you know, wacky, hey, we're going on the road, got to win this game, got to win that game. You can set your rotation up at the end. So that could provide some relief. But how about this? The St. Louis Cardinals to make the playoffs. Not not to win the pennant here, just to make the playoffs. They are a plus 1,200 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Shows how much we're waiting on the Cardinals, which is kind of interesting to me because they are 11 and a half games back. There's literally, I don't know, like a 3% chance they could possibly win the division. But would it be interesting? Let me sell you on this, Joe. Over the next two weeks, they don't play great baseball. But let's just say over 10 games, seven wins, three losses. Very good baseball, but not pristine. 
Some guys stumble out of the gate like the Reds or the Brewers here. That 11 and a half games goes to eight and a half games. Would you buy into that? Because the reason I ask is the trade deadline will come up. If you're waving the white flag, which means like Arenado's gone and, you know, Goldschmidt's gone, maybe a pitcher or two or bullpen guy or one of your younger players, it's you know, the end of the road here. Is there a chance that the St. Louis Cardinals could make a mini run here just to stay in it and make it interesting? What well, they can, and here's the argument I would come back with on that, Donnie. The mm-hmm. Reds and the Brewers are two teams that are playing so far over their heads right now on what was expected preseason, right? They are playing. There's regression coming here, Donnie, for the Reds and the Brewers. Can the Cardinals put it together to make a run? Because 500 is going to win this division, Donnie. Absolutely. And by the way, baseball gets back underway on Friday in a big way. We're going to talk NBA Summer League and James Harden next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear Exclusive Color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Right back at it here on the early line. Yes, it is the all-star break. So we're basically setting up the second half of the summer here with the show, having some fun, reviewing some things. NDA Summer League, a big deal right now. Basically, Joe, will be center stage. But before we get to that good stuff here, in the summer, sometimes leagues do make changes here. Now, we talked about it in the week's previous anticipation of some rule changes, which might come to fruition here in the NBA. Two yesterday did. The first one here, the NBA Board of Governors has approved an in-game flopping penalty that will be implemented for the 2023-2024 NBA season. If we take a look here at the bullet points of this, Joe Ranieri, if a flopping penalty is assessed by game officials, the opposing team will be awarded one free throw attempt. Also, a player who commits a flop will be charged with a non-unsportsmanlike technical foul. A player will not be ejected from a game based on flopping violations. And also, officials will not be required to stop live play to call a flopping violation. They can wait until the next neutral opportunity to stop play. We'll start here with this. When I read that to you, does it make sense for the NBA to do this, or is it too much, Joe Ranieri? (laughs) 
It, this doesn't, it's not confusing at all. So you're going to call a penalty <laughs> that you're not going to enforce until later on, way after the penalty hits. So I, that's not going to be confusing at all to the fans who are trying to figure out why in the world is he now getting a free throw here? I, I Wait a minute. Is it a technical? Is it not a technical? Does it count? How many facts? What do you mean? Does he still have a challenge? What am I doing? What's on first? Who's on second? The whole thing makes absolutely no sense. Listen, if you really wanted enforcement because you think mm -hmm. the whole thing like the the flopping situation is and i think it's still a million times better donnie than what it was what five years ago um i yeah. still think it's uh, it, they've cut it down but anything that doesn't it, it, that doesn't end in a injection or a you know some sort of other penalty outside of a measly free throw here or there is not a deterrent i just don't see it being a deterrent outside of confusing the fans uh and really it, you know, well we don't have to stop the game well you're gonna have to stop the game at some point because you're gonna be giving them a free throw so i mean at some point whether it's them it's stop me now stop me later you're stopping and you're confusing everyone who might be watching the game and then come into the game late and be like what's going on here i don't understand it um i think they're trying to be like look at us we're doing you know we're really trying to tighten down on an issue that donnie called me crazy i think it's part of the game you know and it gives fans an opportunity to go oh, that was so blatant it gives fans an opportunity to argue i think it's great i think i think there's nothing wrong with the way it is right now and also if we're just looking at from you mandates come down from in business and in leagues all the time hey guys like in the nfl right. wide receivers are getting abused outside call more holding penalties or illegal contacting against defensive backs so what do the referees do in the offseason okay guys let's make this a preference here look for this more often if you just come out in the summer and say okay we're going to have our you know annual meeting between the board of governors and also the referee association hey guys here's what we need you to do here's a video script here see all these flops here you have two choices you can make a flop now can actually be called a foul or you just don't have to call the foul at all we don't need technicals exactly. need suspensions because you, you know what stops flopping hey you flop Boop. that's a defensive foul on you for flopping that's one and away we go here oh man i better stop flopping at this point i always think the overreaction is usually worse than what actually needs to take place number two here the other rule change that has taken place, the NBA Board of Governors has approved a rule change regarding the coach's challenge that will be implemented for 2023-2024. Now, there are a couple bullet points here, but it's pretty simple. You see it in, in each and every year. Oh, look, the ball went out of bounds. going to challenge it. The coach can, you know, hits that little swirly and they... You know, the lights come on and it's like, okay, we're going to walk over here and check this out. But here's the thing I always like as well. You know damn well during the game a lot of times, Joe, that you have one challenge and you can't use it. I've seen it so many times. Let's just say in the second quarter, a clear out-of-bounds call goes against your basketball team where you would get the ball back with another chance to score. But you go as a you know, coach, look, I can't risk this right now because I might need that challenge for something bigger a little bit later. At least now you're getting that second look. So when you sit on the bench and look up at the jumbo trying to go, yeah, that was a foul that they didn't, or that was, that was not a foul that they didn't call. And now I want my challenge. Oh, I got to save it for later. At least you can go in and try to challenge that and win something early.
Yeah, uh, so it, we're basically taking a page out of kind of the NFL book, right? So, uh, you, you know, you're not, you can challenge like in football, right? You, you gain that third challenge. If the first two were yep. successful, you still have an opportunity. So, you know, they're they're pretty much, they're not reinventing uh, the wheel here. So I, I, I don't have a problem with that because I do think obviously having the ability uh, to get something reviewed like that is pretty important. But I, I think... The flopping thing is a self-created issue that the NBA first allowed to become a problem. And second of all, it, again, they're being reactionary here instead of being uh, proactive. And I, that never works here, Donnie. It's up to the player. If the players want to eliminate this, then it, all the refs have to do is call it every time. Every time they think somebody's taking a flop, just call it. Done. That's it. Call it. It's a foul. That's it. Put them up on it. And eventually the players will be like, this is terrible. Like, we got to stay. This is just, it kills the flow of the game. We got, well, there you go. Problem solved here. Not this. It may be a technical. It's not. But don't worry. We'll wait until the break to, to issue the free. Like, what are we doing here? It, it just, yeah. this is all created because the NBA didn't take care of this when it was starting to become an issue, a la... James Hart. Yep, and it's a perfect segue that you have, too, because usually we talk about flopping like Marcus Smart on defense. Hey, he really sold that. James Harden almost ruined the NBA about 10 years ago with the Houston Rockets by being able to get to the free throw line because he had the, hey, if you hit me in the beard, if you hit me in the face, if you brush up against me, I know how to sell this. And my favorite move was I'm just going to go to the rim and use my arms to entangle in your arms when you're not doing anything wrong and still get to the free throw line. So as we talk about James Harden here moving forward, it looks like there's a legitimate chance that James Harden opted into his contract and will stay with the Philadelphia 76ers. Dave McMenamin sends a tweet out here, and I quote, I was speaking to a bunch of folks about this Sunday evening. The signals right now is that he will be back with the Philadelphia 76ers as of right now, and no momentum that's appearing right now with the Los Angeles Clippers to make a deal. And I've said this time and time again. There wasn't a market out there where James Harden was going to make a ton of money if he opted out. So he opted in. And it was one of those things, Joe. It's like, hey, I want my cake and eat it too. I want the money, but I don't want to be with your franchise. So the Sixers sit back and go like, all right, we'll try to facilitate something, but we're not just going to flip you for a second-round pick or a, a, a pick swap in seven years for your services. Why don't you stay here, play well. We promise we, we won't re-sign you next year. You'll be a free agent. And also, since he opted in, he's not even eligible for an extension, Joe, anywhere in the NBA, so he must play under that tag of about $36 million. Why not do it in Philadelphia, then move on after that? It helps the Sixers. It helps James Harden. And maybe you can say, you know what? Joel Embiid says, I want him back. Patrick Beverly says, I want him to come here since I'm here. It just makes sense to me. James Harden sticking with the 76ers for one year here. Well, and, and listen, he's got such a relationship with Murray that, you know, this is Daryl Murray. This is exactly what he is doing. I mean, don't forget, there is a big time relationship there with the GM. So, this is all nice. I mean, you know, Murray is not a guy that, uh, you know, that jumps at the drop of a hat here. He's a very patient, uh, you know, guy. He's going to let this kind of play out. He's going to let the, you know, water under the bridge. Harden was partying all 4th of July with Embiid, Tobias Harris, yeah. Mac, all of his teammates. So it, the problem you have to worry about if you're the Sixers when it comes to James Harden is that he hates the guys on the floor because then that never works. Like, you know, he did out, get me out of here. I want nothing to do with this place. He seemed the relationship that he has with his teammates seems to be good. 
Uh, and he's got such a long history with the GM there that I think it'll all work out. This is all kind of crazy. There's not... If Houston didn't have as much as they have right now, maybe he would have wanted to go back there. Uh, but there's really no reason for Houston to even consider bringing in a guy like James Harden right now. So that's out the window. Stay put. You like the guys you're playing with? Stay put. It'll all work out for what? $35 million he's going to get regardless? Exactly. 35 million just to say, basically you play anywhere, but he's probably going to be a Philadelphia 76er. <laughs> now, the tough part for James Harden is, as he was approaching it, most guys that we saw so many times this offseason already, Joe, guys making a ton of money going, yeah, I'll opt out of that $25 plus million contract because I'm going to turn this into $100 plus million or whatever it might be. James Harden was always setting that up going like, hey, man, I'll go back to Houston. They could pay me like four years around 200 Sure, the Sixers can give me a little bit more, but let's press the lever so the Sixers at least are forced to pay me that $200 million. Yeah. Well, Daryl Morey is a very right. savvy GM. Make a couple phone calls. Like, hey, by the way, guys, is anybody out here willing to offer James Harden this 50 or so million dollars a year? Yeah, but we don't even want to offer him anything. It's, okay, good. I'll go back to him. And that's why James Harden, the minute that initial tweet came out from Wojnarowski, was like, hey, by the way, James Harden opted back. And like, hey, he's happy to be a Philadelphia 76er. And then you read the fine print that goes, yeah, he just wants his money but doesn't want to be a sixer. I go, oh, this is going to work out really well down the road. So we'll see what happens for James Harden here over the rest of the summer if he does stay with the Philadelphia 76ers. Big doings here out in Vegas. Why? Come on, man. It's the Summer League. Did you know today, Joe Ranieri, we're saying to ourselves, hey, it's no baseball till Friday. Yeah, we got some tennis here. How about a 3.30 Eastern time game today between the Clippers and the Grizzlies, followed by a 4 p.m. Timberwolves-Hawks game. You can bet on this. You can enjoy it. And yes, the savior is the NBA Summer League for us today, Joe. Yeah, well, there's a little nothing wrong uh, with that at all. In fact, uh, they've actually been pretty entertaining games here, yeah. have they? Uh, yeah. Have they not? I mean, yeah. watching, uh, you know, watching. Uh, I believe it was Charlotte uh, yesterday, and you had Nick Smith, and you uh, all the office. It's amazing to me from a betting perspective how much interest has been garnered now in the summer league, Donnie, since it's been here. A lot of big name, obviously, with Webb Ayama. When you get that kind of hype mm -hmm. in the draft yeah. and you get these guys and so much, uh, you know, so much interest uh, into how these guys are doing, and then couple that with the fact that the lines in these games have been way off. Uh, I <laughs> mean, if you just bet the overs alone, Donnie, in all of these games, you'd be cashing tickets left and right. And I still don't think they've necessarily adjusted enough here with a lot of these teams. So uh, it's been fun. Uh, unfortunately, guys like Webanyame, they're going to get sit. There was an injury or two, uh, you know, with, with Henderson and guys. But for the most part, these kids are balling right now, and the market has not adjusted. There was a couple of uh, the risk room has been asleep at a uh, in a few places there, Donnie. When it comes to the summer league, there has been huge opportunities to cash some nice tickets here all throughout this uh, this league, and I don't know that it's going to change anytime soon. And by the way, nothing changes anytime soon, typically, in the NBA, except for the Charlotte Hornets, that it doesn't matter. As long as Michael Ooh. Jordan is still your owner, you're not going to perform. Why is that? Well, they're 0-3 out in the Summer League, the worst record in Summer League action here, which leads us to the top five teams here. The Cavaliers, Rockets, Pacers, Lakers, and Jazz, all unbeaten. And why is that important with five teams? Only four teams advance into the playoff, or should I say, knockout stage of the Summer League. 
Talk to like I don't I know it's not about team, but like the Lakers and the Pacers and the Rockets. Like these guys are fighting for jobs in the NBA. It's a big deal to them to win something like this. Huge. And not the big name yeah. guys. The no. other guys, some of these second year guys and some of these uh, journeymen, they are this is a big deal for them. I'll tell you what's a big deal coming up in the next segment here, Joe Ranieri. Look, I love a lot of the changes Major League Baseball made this year, particularly the pitch clock. I think it's fantastic. The fact that they are talking about taking it away in the playoffs. I'm losing my mind, Joe. I'm losing it. We'll be back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear Exclusive Color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Quick little segment before we hit our number two and a lot of hot topics, but maybe none hotter than this one. And most people are like, what do you mean hot topic? This isn't a hot topic. Joe, hear me out on this. Yesterday, we used to have those state of the union like league addresses. Happens in just about every sport, whether it's a Super Bowl, a championship round, or an all-star game. Rob Manfred yesterday was asked some questions on like, hey, state of the game, what's going on here? And one of the topics of conversation, of course, is the pitch clock. Now, I want to start here with this, Joe. Bryce Harper's my guy in Philadelphia. Love him. MVP, ride or die, unbelievable performance last year. Didn't result in a world championship, but basically putting the team on his back with monster swings. Love to see it here. You know what I don't love to see? 35 seconds of him stepping out of the batter's box, readjusting every single piece of his body before he steps back in, watches a ball go by, and does it again. You know what I watched this year, Joe Ranieri? Stepping into the box for Bryce Harper, a strike is called, a ball is called. He doesn't leave the box. He stays in there. The pitcher gets on the mound, and they throw another baseball. It is wonderful here. So I want to ask you this question. Getting into the playoffs where people say, let the game breathe a little bit. What, an extra hour, an extra 30 minutes? Do you want to go back to seeing guys do a stupid routine in the playoffs here? This gets me so fired up. I need your opinion. Am I just way off on this or no? Well, it (laughs) – It's risk-reward, right? So during the regular season, the biggest complaint here was 162-game season. The season is forever. The games take too long. Nobody's Mm -hmm. interested, right? So what do you do? You install a pitch clock, and that seems to be working for the most part, right? They're getting the results, except for the home run derby. It took three and a half hours. But don't get me started (laughs) on that. Um, I will say this, though. The last thing they want from an optic situation 
is in the playoffs, something so egregious happening that they have to call it and it affects the outcome of a game. And that's when holy hell will break loose. So I think they're just trying to avoid that here, Donnie. Here's what's going to happen. I have an afternoon radio show right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 150 on the afternoon. I might get two hours on this topic alone of how upset <laughs> I get at this type of stuff. You say, well, I'm not tuning into that show. Yes, you will, because you're going to hear those fire takes here. And by the way, more fire takes coming up in hour number two. It's Joe and Donnie on a Wednesday morning right here on the Sports Grid Network. Do not go anywhere. <laughs> Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All of one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.